The Sportsy Show. Welcome to the Sportsy Show. I am Banner. Guru. And we're here to talk fucking sports. <laughs> Alright, baby. So the NBA is kicked off officially. Yes, it was a good day yesterday for the Bullsies. They actually look pretty like good. I mean they didn't play a great team. Um they well they played Boston, who's been uh, a lot better the last couple of years, but uh they look pretty pretty good, man. They they're getting up and down the court quick. They got the shooters in place. It's going to be a fun season for the Bulls if Wade stays healthy and Rondo stays healthy, honestly. It should it, it should be a really good season. Um, can they keep up with the Pacers and the Cavs? Probably not, but they'll definitely give them a run. I think really all they need to worry about is making the playoffs. If they can make the playoffs, anything can happen. I don't think that they're going to beat the Cavs in the long run, but... The, Ca- it, the Cavs were actually my... Favorite. Oh wait, you know what though? Before we talk about that, how about Golden State getting their asses blown out by, by by San Antonio? Antonio. Yeah. Like I mean, what? When I I didn't even watch the game, but I tuned into ESPN to uh, like the website to yeah. check it out real quick because I had just gotten home or something, and they were down like twenty four points going into the fourth quarter. They have nobody. They have bench. Green. No, not even at the bench. Their bench is okay. They got guys that come off that can shoot. They have no. Bigs and they still have Livingston. Uh, yeah, he's off the bench though. Yeah. Um, but however, I'm a big fan of Livingston. In my opinion, it's going to be a tough season for Green down low. He has no help. They let Andrew Bogut uh go, which Andrew Bogut's not like a world beater, but he's a seven foot athletic guy that can. They got Javal McGee, right? I mean, Javal McGee's not good. Let's not get it twisted. He's not even going to be on most rosters. But, I mean, at least that's a big-bodied player, at the very least. And, to be honest, I you know I kind of expected them to start like this. Um, I, I mean, the Miami Heat did the same thing when they first had their big thing. They started out a little rough, and people were like, well, oh, because it's people, they have to figure, Yeah, they have to figure out what they're going to do with this lineup, because it's a small lineup. Yeah, they're, they're a real small lineup, and honestly, I still feel like you put the Cavs up against them, the Cavs are a bad matchup for them. Still, LeBron can shut down KD. He's done it year in yeah, and year out. Yeah, but if you're only being able to shut down KD, I see. I think Clay Thompson's gonna emerge as the superstar out of all this because Clay Thompson's not gonna get nearly as much attention, especially with Curry out there. And he's a good player. He's a good shooter. He's a good. No, he passer. is. Clay Thompson's awesome. I mean, there, there is no denying Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Kevin Durant are like. You know, all top ten players and a couple of them top, five, you know, maybe arguably top five, and they're great. But just, I just, it, there's not. I feel like when Miami did it, they did it a little bit different. They had like, don't get me wrong, they had like a shooting guard, a power forward, and a small forward, right? But they are just so loaded at point guard, shooting guard, and small forward now, and the rest of their team is super depleted. Um, they have Green, but I think Green's going to have a really hard time. He's constantly going to have to guard their best offensive big. And when they're going against teams like Sacramento or something like that, they can outshoot their guards, but a guy like Cousins is just going to rip through them. Anyone I feel big. like their defensive strategy should be, we'll let the bigs beat us. Because there's nobody there to defend it. I mean, yeah, Green is great. And he is their best defender when it comes down to that. But he's still what, like 6'10? He's not a big no, he's not even he's like 6'8, 6'9. He's yeah, very so small. I mean like he he really I think the the struggle that he's gonna have is going to be the emotional struggle. He's gonna have to keep his emotions in check. And not get suspended and not pick up fouls like he does because they need him on the court. They need him available to play. Well, a team like San Antonio just showed, like, they're a bad matchup for Golden State as well. I mean, when you have Paul Gasol and LaMarcus Aldridge on the court at the same time down low, I mean, that's a fucking tough. That's, yeah, but I think in a seven-game series, Golden State still wins. Yeah, they're a younger, they're a younger team, more versatile. Um, I think they're just a better team. I just don't, it, in my opinion, as good as Kevin Durant is and all that, I think he showed a big character flaw by going to a team that he just went 
seven games with and barely lost out, you know, barely lost, and then he went and joined them. And in my opinion, that was in his opinion saying he's not good enough to do it. And I think that's his mental his mental game. And when I watched KD and watched him in the playoffs, he never takes over. He just doesn't do it. He doesn't take over. He doesn't dominate. He doesn't do anything. If you watch LeBron, LeBron in those finals pretty much scooted everyone over and said, just watch the fuck out. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm, I'm, well, I'm going to dominate Because LeBron James has done it too many times in his career where he's taking a team on his back, and then once they get to the championship, he tries to be a team player yeah. instead of taking the series over like he did last year. And What he's done pretty and, much and since Golden he's won ch- championships. Because well, like when last year... The first four games of that series, you could say he was not trying to be a a, a dominating, a dominating force. force. No, and then he, he just was took trying over. to be uh, okay. This is a team game. I'm gonna let the team help. We got here as a team. Oh shit, we're down three one. I need to put this team on my back. And he did and fucking carry them to championship. I think he glory. almost averaged a triple double in the in the finals. He's the best player in basketball. Oh, by far, it's not even close. It's not even close. It's not even close. I, and I think like if he. If if it if it's Cavs and Golden State and they beat Golden State, then I think you can start really making the okay. This, he's probably better than Jordan. Like I mean, honestly, in in the different teams that he's played with, the teams he's went up against. I mean, if if knocking out Golden State last year was a big feat in its own, huge feat. You know, and then if you because they still had three players, if that you was could still knock kind off of that team. same exact team pretty much, but with Kevin Durant on it. I mean, come on. Like, what else needs to be said? Yeah. No, I agree with you. I mean, the Jordan supporters are going to say, you know, Jordan's the best ever. It doesn't fucking matter. Blah, 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 blah. But you don't know. That's the thing. We'll never know because they were different era of basketball Yeah, players. no, they're better. The rules changed. Players changed. The way players go to different teams and stuff like that. Like, when Boston made a super team in, like, 2009 or whenever that was, mm-hmm. that changed the landscape of basketball. And, you know, Adam Silver can say he doesn't like it. Damian Lillard can say he doesn't like it. Russell Westbrook can say he doesn't like it. It doesn't fucking matter. There's no rule against it. There's no rule against saying, hey, I want to win a championship before it's all said and done. I need this for me. And that's what I think Kevin Durant did. He wasn't necessarily, I don't think, I don't think he was thinking, I'm not good enough. I'm going to go to a team that I know is good enough to get there so I can potentially win a championship. That's what I think he was thinking. I think he was thinking, no, I need to be selfish. I'm 26, 27, 28 years old. I don't know exactly how old he is. He's right in that he's right threshold. There, yeah. But I think at this point it was like, all right, I don't want to get to 30 on the Thunder, and then all of a sudden I'm on a backswing of my career, and we still haven't won a championship. Yeah, but I don't think I. Th- I think they were they they were honestly after making that move when they got rid of Ibaka, that loaded up their team with a lot of depth, a lot of shooting, a lot of everything. They they did that trade to bolster the roster, and then Katie walked away, and uh, I still think they and were I, a superstar away from competing in State. And, Praying and hoping that the Western Conference Finals because let's, is OKC and Golden State. Well, let's, let's and somehow Westbrook just whips his dick out and smacks Katie in the face with it. Last year, I think, was an aberration for Golden State, to be honest. Yeah, for all their wins. I think yeah. Golden State would have fucking cruised over uh, Cavs. O- OKC. Everybody, everybody, had they not tried to win 73 games. Had they won 60 yeah. games... And they burnt themselves and let out, dudes definitely. get rest. Yeah, they would have swept. Well, I think you'll games. see this year. It'll be a lot different. I don't think. I think they're going to be a lot different about this. I year. think they're going to win their division, and that's all they care about. I I really think Steve Kerr is serious when he's like, I don't care about anything except for making the playoffs. If we're the eighth seed in the playoffs, I'm happy. How bad does it, it look though for Durant if let's just say hypothetically he goes there, and the team ends up like worse. Like the not, only they're gonna way, have a worse record. I mean, the only gonna be way it again, ends but. up as a worse team is if it's internal, because yeah. you can't you can't judge on injuries because injuries are fluky and they happen to everybody, or have the potential to happen to everybody. Right. And so, 
injuries can't really be the factor, but the only way that that team implodes, in my opinion, is if there's just an internal struggle and guys don't get along. Like, if, if Draymond Green's pissed off that now he's the fourth choice, fourth or fifth choice, maybe even behind Iguodala. I see uh, you have something written down here, 76ers in Philly. Yeah, What's so that? the Philadelphia 76ers, um, two things happened recently that right. I was not a fan of Okay. as a basketball fan. All right. Um, one, they're... The, the the team officials or whatever, somebody had this singer scheduled to do the national anthem. Okay. And minutes before she went out there, they said, no, you're not going out there. We don't like the way you're dressed. Basically, she had a jersey on that said, we matter. She's black. They did not like that. And they pulled her. Huh? And they pulled her. Wow. I think that's fucking bullshit. It makes the NBA look fucking bush league. And, there, and, and to me, it, it goes, all we give a fuck about is money. Yeah. Because the NFL is saying, hey, based on this poll, we're losing viewers and ratings based on the anthem protests. Which I think is fucking bullshit. That just means white America is sick and tired of seeing these... Black Lives you know, Matter bullshit. Black Lives Matter things happen, which I think is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. They, they're out there being... Pro, they're protesting. That's yeah. what this... Fucking country is built on. Yeah, Free speech and allowing you to protest. Trust and, me. I agree with you 100%. And, and no, racist America, white racist America, is why Donald Trump is running for, is in a position to possibly be our president. Is because yeah. of how racist and fucking ignorant most of this country is. And it's just things like that, that it's, who gives it, you know, like all this shit about Kaepernick kneeling and stuff. It's just ridiculous. It's like, who fucking cares? Who cares? The only reason it's even talked about is because dumbasses are talking about it. It's like if you just didn't bring it up, you just didn't say shit, then it doesn't matter. But pu- negative publicity is still publicity, so the message is still getting around. Everything that he did is still working. You know, like as much as people can get pissed off and butthurt, I'm just going to get worked up. I don't want to talk about it. No, yeah, I totally agree <laughs> with you. So that made me angry. I didn't know if that was the NBA's call. It was- <coughs> I don't know if that was the NBA's call, if it was Philadelphia's call. I gotta imagine that was Philadelphia's call. But it made me angry. And then the second thing that made me angry about this city and this state, not state, but the city and their basketball team is, so they're playing uh, OKC in their opening game, I think it was, and one one of their fans... Gives the double middle finger to Russell Westbrook, and, and it's all like, out. it's all like, oh, Durant left you, and give him the double middle fingers, and they throw their fan out. This motherfucker paid money, and you're gonna throw him out? No, fuck the NBA. Um, fuck your NBA when you're gonna do bullshit like that. I am a fan. The only reason you fucking exist is because I am pumping fucking money into your fucking. Mega I machine. don't think it's right though to make that kind of derogatory thing. He was up in his face. You're like, right an there. athlete. This and is your fucking matter. job. It doesn't matter. You don't get you you don't get screwed. This isn't fucking You're UFC getting paid millions of fucking dollars. It's not that. This is like you still but however to play basketball. That's a totally if you went up to the streets in the streets and went up and were in the middle of the road and you stopped and did that right to someone and there's a police officer, you're gonna get arrested. You're, they're going to arrest you. If you went up to someone in the middle of the streets and said, fuck you, like that, and I get it. They paid money. They get to do whatever. There's still people, I've dude. done that to somebody, and there was a cop right there. And I, you know what he told me? You need, you need to calm down. Maybe maybe he doesn't get thrown out, but in my opinion, it's like, I think the guy deserves, the, the guy's a total fucking piece of shit. He deserves to get fucking punched in the fucking face, dude. What do you, what what Westbrook ever do to him? Just existing? Because he plays basketball, it gives you the right to fucking fuck you, you fucking, you, nah. I disagree with that. Without people like this, the sport goes nowhere. Because if, if we don't have emotions as fans, if we don't give a fuck, why are we going to pay money? You know what? I almost, if I, I'd be willing to bet that guy's like, fuck the NBA. I'm spending no fucking money on your fucking bullshit sport no more. And you know what? I got no problem with him saying, fuck your NBA. Fuck your pussy bullshit. You're flopping ass motherfuckers. You know what? You are professional fucking athletes who are getting paid shitloads of fucking money to deal with this shit. Yeah, but that's like, no, I I mean, I just disagree. I disagree. I don't think that gives you the right 
to get in someone's face, flip them off, do that type of stuff. I don't think, you know, if let's say they're separated and there's a little jaw jacking or something like that, that's a little different. But just to go blatantly just be in the guy's face and, you know, give him the bird and basically say, fuck you. I don't care. There's still kids around. It's a family fucking thing. You don't do it. Act like a goddamn respectable fucking human being. And then you don't get fucking tossed out. I couldn't disagree with you more. Because sports are a family-oriented thing. That's for family. There's kids there. Act like there's kids there. I disagree. I, I feel like... You know, that's in the same sense that, like... Like, where WWE used to have that mindset of fuck you, fuck this, and had that type of shit. Guess what? They totally toned it away because nobody, people don't want to bring their kids around it. Kids don't want to have their kids around it. If I was with my son there, and with my kid, and someone was doing that, I'd be like, what the fuck's your problem, dude? Like, That's, I got my kid right here. I'm going to smack I, the shit out of you. I'm I don't gonna, know. I don't know how many wrestling shows you've been to then because it, this happens at every fucking wrestling show. Yeah, but wrestling show is different. From How is it any different? It's entertainment. It's, not, it's, it's not, entertainment. Because it's not the same. It is not the fucking same. They have storylines based around people being scumbags and pieces of shit. It's not like that in the NBA. There is no reason for someone to go up to Westbrook, flip him the double fucking birds, and say, fuck you, and then act like nothing's going to happen to him. The guy's lucky there wasn't like an OKC fan sitting next to him that smacked the shit out of him. Or like oh, me. Oh, so, so basically it's all, it's all right. <coughs> so it's all right then for someone to battery you to fucking assault you because what do you mean? Be, so so if I say something and you don't like it it gives you the right to fucking commit battery no that doesn't no that, but when bullshit. you're when you're acting vulgar in your words I'm sorry but that in my opinion that's what they call fighting words if, I don't know the way I look at it is I say fucking stop being a bunch of pussies and let the guys just fucking let, let them do what they're gonna fucking do I you know say, if he escalates from that from that forward, then yeah, maybe tell But the that's guy how to it does escalate. That's how but they're trying to be like, get the you, fuck you out can't, of here, dude. You can't fucking react, overreact on on these issues because no, this but is if the you same like, reason. But why, let's say that, okay, but hypothetically, let's say on Sports Center, they show the guy do that, all that shit, and the guy just sits back down. You're telling me that's not opening the door? To people to do more things, to people to get a little bit to step it up, there has to be a line, and that guy fucking crossed it. I disagree. I mean, but we're spending way too much fucking time on Philadelphia. That's very true. All right, so the Cubs and the Indians are in the World Series. Game three is tonight, Cubby. Friday night. Yeah. Late podcast. We got Hendricks throwing, and this series is tied up at one to one. Who do you like, the Cubs? I mean, I I do like the Cubs. The Cubs, the Indians got the one pitcher, but the Cubs got. Multiple pitchers. They got the offense. I mean, I still like the Cubs. Anything can happen. I mean, it's the, that's where it's in baseball. Where really, if you make the playoffs, that's all you need to do. The yeah. worst team making the playoffs in the NFL, outside the Giants, one year, and the Steelers, one year. Um, in the NBA, it's never. If, in the NBA, if you're not a top three seed, you might as well just fucking leave. Just don't even show <laughs> up. Like, there's no fucking point. Um, that's why I think they should cut the NBA. Uh, I agree. Playoffs in half. I totally agree. I think the, MB- the NBA could get rid of, could actually downsize their teams, in my opinion. Like, I think I think it would add a lot of value to if the you downsize game. Downsize yeah. the league, like, like maybe like get cut rid out of, like, like the bottom four teams. Yeah, bottom four or five teams, and then you're adding depth throughout the league. Because right now you have team like you have teams that just have no like Anthony Davis. You got Anthony Davis down there. Outside that, who else? Forget, do who there? else do you fucking have? You have a bunch of fucking. I literally nobodies. don't know anybody else on my team. No, I mean Tyreek Evans and stuff like that. But I mean they're they're a bunch of fucking bums, dude. There's so many bum teams in the NBA. It's either they're a bum team, you're a total bum team, or you're loaded. You know, it's just, it's just one or the other. And like, I mean that's that's just that's just the way it is. And uh, the M- the NBA could really use and downside. I think they would capitalize. Big time because the NBA Finals is garbage right now. Uh, they were saying, I think they were saying that an average NFL Monday Night Football game does better ratings than NBA Championship. Yeah, that's pretty brutal. That's that's horrible. And the same with NHL. NHL is the same way. Well, I mean, the NHL is a super. It is the bottom um, sport in America outside of soccer. Yeah, for us, yeah, it is, and it. It'll I, be that way until it starts gaining more popularity. I think it is working its way up, but it's still, yeah, no, not as popular. Yeah, no, it's definitely not. I mean, it's, I mean, obviously huge in Canada and 
big time. That's probably what carries. I mean, it, them, it you know? seems like it's huge here in Chicago, but that's because the Hawks and because the Blackhawks. No, and I hate, and I honestly hate. Uh, it makes it hard for me to root for teams at certain times. Like I went through the dark years with the Hawks. I went through the dark years with the Bulls. And whenever they're like kind of good or decent, then all of a sudden everyone I know is like loving the fucking Bulls and Blackhawks. I'm like, what well, the it's kinda fuck? Well, kind of like right now where like everybody's coming out of the woodwork with fucking Cubs gear on. And I'm just like, no, I, I don't care about baseball. I'm not going to wear a Cubs hat. Yeah, no, I know you don't care. I, I feel though like I've known a lot of people that have loved the Cubs. I feel For like now they're time. like climbing out behind rocks and like jumping out of chimneys and like, ah, go Cubs, ah, go Cubbies. And I'm just like, who? Yeah. Like, what? Like, it's going to be a scary situation to be a, a Chicago officer if the Cubs win the World Series. That's all I know. <laughs> like, I would not want to be dealing with that shit. All right, let's move on. All right, so now we are going to do the predictions for the WWE pay per view coming up this Sunday. Ooh, Pat's planned predictions. And my uh, random predictions. Let's see how we do. Oh. Chuck Banner's knowledge. I just I'm gonna cut that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how hard it is to not. Call um, it that. is because I've never known you as that ever, ever. I've been Banner for like. No, years. you've been Banner online, but I've never been like Banner. Okay. All right, so we're gonna run down this pay per view. There's a lot of matches. I didn't even put the pre-show match on here because is this the uh, Raw or this is a Raw pay-per-view? Pay-per-view. All right, so Bailey versus Dana Brooke, and uh, Dana Brooks picked up the victory on Raw. She beat her in a fucking what do you call those matches? Um, no hold bar. No Strap fucking match. Oh, wrestling? Arm wrestling? Arm wrestling, man. Yeah, the, the like last Raw, it was brutal. Like, it was really bad. Brutal. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the, the fans are just like, one... We can't do this anymore. Three hours for a wrestling show on, on Monday night every week? Don't do it anymore. Like, really, they need to rework their TV deal and go, no, we're going back down to two hours because this three-hour bullshit is fucking brutal. Like, by the end of the show, our fans don't give a fuck and... So the main yeah, because it used to be when we were younger, like it was eight to ten. Yeah, right. That's how it was for yeah. ever. Now it's seven to ten. Yeah, because yeah. they get more. You know, the yeah, USA wanted them to do it like because that. because they're their highest rated show, yeah. and they're like, yeah, well, we want the ratings. You know, carry for an extra hour, but their ratings are progressively getting worse in their third hour because people are just like, I don't give a fuck. Right. You made me watch bullshit for two hours. Why do I want to watch this last hour? And so, yeah, the fans in the crowd are just like, this is boring, this is stupid, and you can hear it on TV. And, like, the commentators are trying to block it out, but, I mean, like, it's, quote, live TV. They're, you, you can't block out thousands of people going, this is boring. Right, yeah, that's or, true. Or, this is stupid. People are really doing that? Yeah, and, like, a couple of years ago when they had the ECW brand on Sci-Fi... The main event was like Big Show versus The Undertaker when the Big Show was ECW champion. Literally, change the channel. Wow. Yeah. And you could hear it. The, That's the whole arena screaming, change the channel. It's like, how do you make it through that? You don't. You uh, know. As a wrestler, what do you even do? Like, a wrestler is a company at that point. You're like, uh, we don't need this fucking getting when set you're on the, fucking When you're the top. Guys, too, yeah. and you're and you're putting on a match like that, and you're having thousands of people chant at you to change the channel. I mean, that doesn't Brutal. that that doesn't happen in like you know professional sports, but you do. I mean, you get a lot of horrible games, and you know, yeah. fans fucking like fuck this or like yeah. booing hardcore. But I mean, to literally have a chant of change the channel. Oh, it was the best chant I've ever heard. In my oh life. my god! Like I loved it. It's almost because like I was the crowd like, saved I was like, the show. I was like, dude, you you are like telling me what I want to hear right now, and then I did change the channel. You're like, I am. I was like, fuck this. All right, let's get down. All right, so I'm things. picking Bailey to win. Uh, she's the bigger name. She's the better wrestler. They've been having her lose. She's gonna win. I will agree with you. And then we have Enzo Amore and Big Cass versus the Club Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Um, it's the same reason why I'm picking Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. They've been booking Carl Anderson terribly on Raw, having him lose the big Cass and Enzo. Um, Enzo and Cass are huge on Raw. Like, 
They they they're so big right now. It's not even funny. Well, Big Cass was the guy that I was saying. I was like I like when I saw him in that. Uh, he was in that uh, yeah. Fatal Four Way match or whatever. Um, him, I said, I was like, when I saw him, I was like, that dude looks like he's going to be legit. A, a legit guy. Like, he's going to be a, an on-top guy. Um, dude, but it was crazy, because on Monday Night Raw, there was, like, maybe four things I liked, right? This was one of them. And what I liked about it was Enzo's mic started to legit go out, and so he couldn't use it. And he's just, but he says the same shtick every mic, right. on, or every week on the mic. And so he's just like, no, we got this. And so he's just like... It's just like to his fist, and then he just goes into it, and the fans all are all chanting, saying. and they're like going right in. He's like, "I'm Enzo, boy." So they're and saying it for him. Yeah, and I was That's like, cool. "That is fucking awesome!" Like it looked so good on TV that it was like, "Man, this is amazing." So, so you're thinking that the the Luke Allen and Carl are gonna win to try and because they're gonna go a different direction with these guys now? No, no, I think what it is is WWE knows. That Enzo Amore and Big Cass are super over. They don't need to win. Right? This is this is, for a championship? No, maybe? it's not a championship. It's just helping build up their then tag I'm, team. I'm going to go with the Big Cass and the, Enzo. These guys have have had title shots recently, the club, and, and, and lost. Um, I, I think that they've done a poor job of booking them, personally. Building them and doing I think them. they'll try to fix that here. But what I'm also anticipating is when Finn Balor comes back, the first Universal Champion mm-hmm. from Raw, when he comes back from injury, he's going to come back to lead the club. Like he did in Japan before AJ Styles went to Japan. And when AJ Styles came to Japan, Finn Balor was leaving Japan to come to the, to the WWE. And basically he turned over leadership of the club to AJ Styles. Okay. And then when AJ Styles came to WWE and Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson came to WWE, they came as the club. And I, I, that, I, I think they're doing a poor job of writing these guys. I think they're going to fix it here. That's what I'm predicting. Um, now we're going to get to the title matches. The WWE Cruiserweight Championship, the champion, TJ Perkins, defends against the challenger, the Wizard of Odd, Brian Kendrick. Now, I if I recall, TJ just won it, didn't he? Yeah. Like he's, he's the first, right? Yeah, he's defended the title now a couple of times against Brian Kendrick. But this not on Brian Kendrick. Right? No, he has. And this is Brian Kendrick's, I think, third shot at the title since they reintroduced it. I think Raw has done a very poor job of booking the Cruiserweight division. Um, they always put on good matches, but they don't know what they're doing as a company yet with this division, in my opinion. I think what they should have done is not put the division on Raw, made a separate show on the network for the Cruiserweight. Just for kind of... Yeah, the and just days. have an hour show on, on the the network every week and just do the Cruiserweight stuff there and do it in like full sale like you do NXT. But they're not doing that. I think that they're going to put the title on Brian Kendrick... To kind of mix it up a little, change something. Try up. to see reinvigorate this division and see if they can't put it on it. Because like T.J. Perkins is good in the ring, he's horrible on the mic. And Brian Brian Kendrick is good on the mic. He's been with WWE for years. If anybody that they'll trust to turn this this thing around, it'll be Brian Kendrick. I'm gonna stick with the champion with who he's at because I do believe that the longer a reign you can get of a guy. Regardless of his mic skills, the more known he's going to get, the more, you know, it's going to become more of a, an accomplished thing. So I'm going to go with uh, that that guy. Alright, so the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship match next. Mm-hmm. The champions, the New Day, versus the challengers, Cesaro and Sheamus. Yeah, I like Sheamus. There. <clears throat> on uh, Monday night, this was the best match. They did this match on Monday night, non-title. Sheamus and Cesaro won. And there was some fucking sick spots. It was good. I really enjoyed it. Are they actually now like a team team? Or are they still kind no? Of they're like, still kind of like fuck you. Okay. And that's where I think they'll actually be gold as the champions. They'll be like, eh, hey, fuck you. Like these, you know, like I'm the one who's carrying this. Right. Team. And then it's it kind of sets it up if they get it. You know, for like yeah, maybe they finally start getting long. But then for like an epic like 
blow up. Of, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? So that's what I kind like of sets it up for it, you know. And so I picked them to win. I think the New Day kind of is not necessarily stale at this point, but they're horrible. That shit is so bad. Like, dude, I can't. I like every time I've watched. I, I get it. They're over because they're very attractive for like kids. You know, little kids and stuff like that. Young teenager, early teens. They're gonna. Lie. I probably would have liked it. You know, they're funky. They're different. They're a little goofy, but they're annoying as shit, and it's just retarded. And then who's the big guy that's on there? Biggie. Biggie. Um, I remember reading stuff about him, and they said that they really want like the WWE eventually really wanted to push him as a solo guy. I that, think that they would be. Um, making a mistake if they don't try to push all three of them. All three. Well, the one guy's already been in forever. I mean, he's been. Yeah, for a but long they've time. never really given him a legit chance. No. No. I mean, he had like one tiny feud with Randy Orton, and that nothing. And that was it. And they really didn't do anything outside of that. And so I, I feel like they would be missing the boat had they not tried to push all three of those guys. Well, we both go with the Shameless and uh, Cesaro. And then we have the the start of the Hell in a Cell matches. Ooh, three Hell in a Cell matches. The first one being the WWE United States Championship. The champion Roman Reigns. Now this is this Sunday, right? Yes. Versus Rusev. And it's funny because on Raw they kind of had Roman Reigns act like the bad guy and Rusev act like the good guy. Even though that's not, like how it is. not how it is. And WWE is like trying to force feed people Roman Reigns is a good guy. I think they would be smart to just drop that and to just have him go full heel. But go bad guy. I'm gonna go with the champ as well. Yeah, I, I mean, like he just won the title. I really don't think they're gonna put the title back. Right, on and I remember before you thought that they were making like really big pushes with him. Yeah, to begin with. Yeah, uh, WWE Universal Championship. Kevin Owens, the champion, versus Seth Rollins, the challenger. I think that this could be a good match. I think the buildup's been pretty garbage. I, well, this is the the buildup with this has been the whole Triple H thing and all yeah, that, I, right? With that, and that's all been with Seth Rollins. They're trying to push Seth Rollins as a face. I don't necessarily know if it's working. Um, the fans cheer for him. I don't necessarily think it's just because he's a good face. I think it's because that they, they want to cheer for Seth Rollins. He's, he's pretty. I think this is where ring. Seth Rollins does uh, gets it finally because the whole big thing is he's always been kind of screwed every match they've had, and now it's like hell in a cell. You know, unless they come up with some way, unless they come up with some crazy way to screw him again, which is a very strong likelihood of possibility. But outside that, I think maybe it's finally time that uh, Owens takes a pretty good beating with no help. I think that Kevin Owens is going to win and retain because I think the eventual setup is going to be Seth Rollins versus Triple H at WrestleMania. And there's no need to put the title on him for that. That's and since true. that pay-per-view is only five months away, you don't want to put the title on a guy who's going to drop it before that time, in my opinion. But well, you never that's know. why I'm going to pick Kevin Owens. The, and you're going to pick Seth Rollins? Yeah, here? WWE uh, works in very, very <clears throat> mysterious ways. And now, at least the website that I got these matches off of is suggesting that WWE could be headlining this pay-per-view with the women's title, which... I don't necessarily think is a bad idea. Really? Both of these women are very good. They're... Women's wrestling... WWE um, is very late to the table. Women's wrestling has been good for a long time. It's just like anything else. If you don't give it time, and if you give it bullshit gimmicky matches, like bra and panties and fucking pillow fight matches... How is anybody supposed to take it seriously? Oh, yeah, definitely. But if you give these... And if you give them five minutes, how are you supposed to build a match in five minutes? The only thing I don't like about it is, like, okay, when you look at someone like Sasha Banks, and you do look at someone like Charlotte, it's like, in real life, that Charlotte girl probably beat the fuck out of... I don't know, but, like... Sasha Sasha Banks is such a tiny, tiny girl. Like, she's unbelievable to me for what she does. I understand that, but in in the same thing, like, have you ever saying that in your life you've never met a really tiny, scrappy woman that could fucking throw down with some big bitches? Yeah, that's true. I dated a couple. So I'm saying, like... (laughs) So I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, I suppose. That's why I got... And I got Sasha Banks in this match because I read something that said, spoiler alert, you know, the WWE, their current plan 
is to have her hold the title all the way to WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and then for her to drop the title to Bailey at WrestleMania. That was the current plan. And so if that's the current plan and you want to build credibility in your champion, you're not going to have her... Because this is her second time winning the championship. She has won the championship just as many times as Charlotte. She does not have the same reign in months as Charlotte because Charlotte held that Divas championship forever. I like Charlotte. And I, I mean, in my opinion, I think if the WWE is smart, I think she sets the tone and the look of what... A female champion would be. She's a big girl. She is, and she's attractive. She's and very, she's a flair, and, so. and she's a, that's what I mean. She's got a lot of things, and I mean, and like what, like when she wrestles, you know, she's look looks like she's manhandling the people. You know what I mean? Yeah. As to where like watching Sasha Banks, you know, it's not so much that true. So that's why I like Charlotte. And if I was WWE, that would be my champion. Um, that would be who I would be basing the women's things around, just because I think she has the look. She's big. She's like she's not like super hot to where her looks overshadow her wrestling. That's yeah. where that's how Sasha Banks really is to me. Is where she's more No, she's a smoke show. She's a fucking gorgeous yeah. and it's just like, well, who gives a fuck how she wrestles? She's fucking hot. You know, but, but it, she's still a good wrestler for for her size and stuff, yeah. yeah, I guess. But um it's just not when I watch her like hitting people or doing stuff, it's not as realistic as where Charlotte looks like she's fucking fucking someone up. No, yeah, I, I'll agree with you there. So um, that's my pick is Charlotte. I like Charlotte. Yeah, my pick's definitely going to be Sasha Banks. I, I, I only think the... No, I want Charlotte. The, the smaller titles are going to change hands. But I, I think those main top three titles are all going to stay with the champions. I I also recognize that WWE isn't isn't the type of company, it seems like, to just flip-flop on their champions right away. Yeah, I, I um, get that. And then I just wanted to quickly, briefly touch upon TNA, uh, Total Nonstop Action or Impact Wrestling. Did their pay per view end up going on? Did they? Their, end up their doing uh, it? Bound for Glory pay per view did go through. It was because supposedly Billy Corgan had fronted them the money. Or yeah, no, he's it. he's now the guy. he's 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 suing TNA right now. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he's I, taking I thought them he to had court. took over. I thought he was the vice president or the president. I think he's the president on like paper, like oh, okay. in storylines. Not real, not I think he owns like five percent of the company. But he's so he's, but suing, he's them, huh? suing them to get his money back. To, no, to get sole control. Oh, uh, uh, because the woman who has like ninety some percent of the, um, the shares. She's been running this company into the ground for years. Well, that's actually it's funny on a podcast I listen to. They don't talk like exclusively. They talk a lot about wrestling and stuff, anyways. But they talked about that, and he was hoping and pleading that Billy Corgan would like fully take over, supposedly, the, or being like the owner of the company because he said like the guy is a lifer with wrestling, loves wrestling, is gonna do whatever, um, and is actually has a good personality, not as much as like a Vince McMahon type thing, but like. Has a personality that makes you want to tune in, like kind of yeah. thing, like uh, that he's you know a lot of people like him a lot, and, and they've uh, got some good talent there. I mean, it's just you gotta you're gonna lose guys to WWE. They're they're the top. I mean, um, and supposedly WWE had actually put in an offer for their video library, so they could put it on the network. Well, not only that, but then they could make some fucking. Um, New DVDs like a Samoa Joe DVD. Oh and right, a, right, right. Uh, an AJ Styles guys DVD. that kind of were with them, but have a lot more footage and over there. And yeah, stuff, yeah. Because saying. like, yeah, they've got AJ Styles now. They got Samoa Joe now. They got Roderick Strong now. They got Austin Aries. TNA now. want a little bit but, too much money, huh? But TNA has more footage of those guys. So yeah, why not take yeah, this no, guy's footage? I and get put it. it in there. Try and make documentaries, yeah. DVDs, and stuff. All right, All right, but now we're gonna be getting to. Uh championship chatter with the commissioner section of this podcast just before you start i would like to say loe and dynasty if it wasn't for everything that transpired in that seattle game larry fitzgerald would not have been in position to make that last bullshit garbage catch at the end of the game to give me the one point lead over come get some oh i came and got it baby and then the one point lead from the demarius thomas all I needed was 10 points, folks, and he gave me 10 points on the money to knock out yours truly, Banner. I'm so salty about that game because fucking 
I mean, between Jordy Nelson and Odell Beckham, I got four points. Amen. You know, one one fucking yard away from Jordy Nelson. I mean, like, when does Jordy Nelson get one fucking catch for nine yards? Fuck you, Aaron Rodgers, you fucking guy. Well, actually, the, and I know you listened to the other podcast and stuff. They were talking about, they were saying, like, actually, Jordy Nelson's been really rough the last three weeks. They said if it wasn't for, like, a bailout touchdown um, a couple times that he's gotten two, they were like, he's... He's got five touchdowns in six games. I'm not worried about Jordy Nelson. I would still be a little bit worried. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. But, uh, okay, we're going to start off with the LOE right now. Uh, high score for week seven was Nick's Yetis at 120, which means Jake still holds the season high high score from week four with 142. Which isn't that high. I see that getting smashed at some point. It, it's gotten smashed in, in years previous. Um, the MVP race. In first place, David Johnson, seven votes. Beast Second Murray. place, DeMarco Murray, six votes. Beast. A big tie for third place with four votes between Ezekiel Elliott, LaShawn McCoy, Matt Forte, T.Y. Hilton, Brandon Cooks, and A.J. Green. So look for some people to start separating here in the second half of the season. All right, the Aaron Hernandez Quarterback of the Year Award. We've got uh, a tie for first place between Andrew Luck and Marcus Mariota. Oh, I know you hate saying that for both of them. <laughs> like it. Andrew Luck's a top guy. I mean, like, yeah, he's got. You it. told me Andrew Luck was a bum. Let's be honest. You it's told not me that he's a bum. It's that I don't think he's got a good team. No, you told me at the beginning of the year you thought Marcus Mariota is a fucking bum. He knows he's not. He's not a bum, dude. He's good. He's legit. He's legit because he's. On a team that's seven and zero, and they're not seven and zero. Uh, third Nazi is seven and zero. Oh, I thought you meant the Titans. Nope. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck are you smoking?" Um, yeah, but he's the highest scoring guy week in and week out for him on there. He doesn't really have. I'm, I I don't think Marcus Mariota is good. All right. Mm. He's proving you wrong and wrong every week. It, season two. This is his second season in the league. Exactly my point. I. Don't think he's going he's, to be a guy last. He's definitely playing way better than Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's had good offensive games. Russell Wilson is a turnover. Brutal, Are you dude. talking about Bru- Jameis Winston? Or Jameis Winston. Who did I say? Russell Wilson? <laughs> yeah. Russell Wilson's been horrible, too. No, yeah, yeah. that's why I kind of let it slide. <laughs> but then I was like, I think he means to say Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston's had some good games, but Jameis Winston... I has- think Jameis Winston's career is going to be better, though, because Jameis Winston looks like a quarterback... And Marcus Mariota looks like a wide receiver. 13 turnovers this year already. I'm Halfway just saying, 13 man, turnovers. I'm just saying. And that's all I'm saying. I think the stats don't lie. All right. I move. think stats lie a lot. Keep going. All right. So Ben Roethlisberger has fallen to second. And who knows what's going to happen with him if he's just going to fall out of this race he because does. of being injured. But him and Drew Brees are tied for eight. And then in third place, somehow, Blake Bortles in garbage time with seven. Yeah, he bailed out a lot of people yesterday because that game was horrible. And then the last quarter when the Titans were just like, yeah, this game's over, put in nobody's bucket. Uh, he got some points. Yeah, Blake Bortles is a terrible yeah, NFL quarterback. Jacksonville's he's, horrible. He's not a bad uh, uh, fantasy quarterback, but he's a terrible NFL quarterback. Absolutely agree. All right, let's move on to the All right. picks. Picks of the week for the League of Enthusiasm. The one in six sportsy squad, Ugh. Ugh. hitting someone on a victory this week versus the, the Godfather. Godfather. I'm going ahead with my team. I mean, fuck it, right? At this point, sportsy squad's got to do something. Hopefully, we pick up a win. Nope. I'm going with the squad. I'm gonna not go with the squad, and I'm gonna go with the Godfather. He he has a pretty good team. Um, they, they're not like world beaters by any means, but they're definitely good. So give me the God's father. And then the matchup of the week, the five and two Yetis versus the seven and O reigning champion third and Nazi. I'm going to go with third and Nazi because how can you pick against a team that hasn't lost all season? Yeah, How can you pick against a team that already got 21 from their quarterback last night? Yeah. Yeah. I'll also take the Nazis there. Not, but the Yetis are pretty good. And then we have the three and four guru versus the two and five Rob Zombies. Um, I'm actually gonna pick up the upset Zombies here just because I don't want you to win. I have no running backs. I have to start, folks. Asiata, which isn't a horrible. 
thing if you're having to start someone like whatever. Then I also have to start Kadeem Carey. Folks, Adrian Peterson, Rawls, and Eddie Lacy all roasted from my team. Uh, but I have great quarter. I have the two best quarterbacks probably right now in the league, Brady and uh, Ryan. And I got great wide receivers. I'm Sometimes all myself. you need. Yeah, it's true. Then we true. have uh, Johnson's out for Harambe at five and two versus Weapon X Project at three and four. Yeah, these are both two teams I like to pick against. Um, yeah, Bortles with thirty-two points. Yeah, Bortles got him thirty-two last I mean, night. I mean, I I uh, made this pick prior to last night's game. I'm gonna go still with Johnson's. I'm not. He has tough but, matchups. Dalton with Washington. Washington's D's been pretty good. And, and I, don't like, I don't like London Denver. games. I don't like London games. Uh, uh, oh, is that a London game? Yeah. The Washington Dalton one? Yeah, Washington yeah, versus Cincinnati's yeah, in London. I'm not a big uh, fan of those either. So I'm actually going to see. Actually, I'm definitely going with the Weapon X project after that. So then there's the 3 and 4 flop servant versus come get some at 3 and 4. I'm going to go floppy because he beat me last week, and I just want to see him win. If he's going to beat me, then, you know, at least I can say, hey, I lost to the good teams. He's about where I'm at with running back unless Jamal Charles plays. But it kind of, honestly, in my opinion, it looks like Spencer Ware is really taking that job. Um, I don't think Jamal Charles will I, – I think Jamal Charles now will change pace guy. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think – how do you take it away from Spencer Ware? He's been so good. Yeah, and, and he's younger. He's potentially cheaper. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Chiefs go in a different, you know, way next year. Try to trade Jamal or release him. To be honest, Come Gets got that sneaky fucking play with Montgomery, and I hate that they let Montgomery be running back eligible because it's like, okay, yes, he is kind of playing. He's not rushing the ball. He's not. He's not rushing the ball. He's not even getting he got like twenty carries last game. Not carries. They're all catches, dude. He's not rushing. He's not rushing. He's getting a shit ton of... If you're a PPR with Montgomery, you're happy. I mean, I guess whatever. He's got him in his flex, so it doesn't matter either way. But um, I'm going to go with... That's a tough, tough, tough matchup. That is such a tough matchup. Mike's not going to like you any of that. Oh, give me a flop. Just because we have the same corner. All right, and then so for Dynasty Week 8 picks, uh, we're going to start off with the Cosby crew, my team, versus the Pittsburgh Feelers. Now, I just want to say, um, before we get going on this, um, good luck and thank you to Arian Foster. You're like, you're officially done. You retired. Did he retire? He did. He officially retired. Well. He, um... And no one, I didn't even, like, I followed stuff, and that pisses me off. Because I follow stuff pretty regular. I'm on ESPN, I do that, and there's nothing. Nothing about it. Aaron Foster was a, one of the best running backs of his generation. No, I posted something to our page, No, I and, get, like, I'm just saying it. Like, and I've heard it on podcasts and stuff like that. So, so he officially retired then. He, huh? he officially retired on Monday. Okay. And so he's already been cut from my team. He's off the squad. But... We both won championships. Yeah, I, with I won championships with Foster. Uh, you know, thank you and, and good luck in the next chapter of your life. I know you're not going to listen to this podcast probably, but hey, put it out there in case you do. We love you. All right. So on that note, I'm going to pick the Cosby Crew to rebound after that bullshit loss last week against the Pittsburgh Feelers. I also like you to rebound on that. He has a lot of bye weeks, and his matchups are not friendly. Yeah, I'm really glad he sat Alan Hearns. Well, I mean, who was he? Kelvin Benjamin. He's got a bad William, matchup. Williams been good. Yeah, but still, actually, uh, Peterson's pretty uh, banged up. So, and I'm not still, sure. man, I mean, Arizona's D's pretty fucking legit. Yeah, I'm gonna go with you. I just feel like you have the better, uh, you have way better matchups, and I mean, Drew Brees against Seattle is gonna be tough. Um, it's at home though. It's at home. I get that. It's at and home. And Seattle's defense hasn't necessarily looked all that great. Yeah, pretty fucking good this past week. Um, against a 40 year old quarterback who hasn't been playing good all season. 37. But yes, okay. Um, I'm gonna go with you. All right, and then I hope we you have your matchup. 
the anal rapist versus you. I, I really want the anal rapist to win. I just don't see it being possible because... No, uh, his team's bad. His team's not very good. They're bad. I mean, he got 15 from Henry, of course. He would get 15 when we well, play Well, he's still other. got an empty spot on his fucking starting lineup. Yeah, but he'll, he'll fill it up. It's just a wide receiver spot. I like myself there, too. Everything says I should win, but it is fantasy, so I'll probably end up losing. My team will shit the bed. I would really hope that a bunch of four and three teams will lose this week, even though I have them all picked to win. Yeah, the standings in that league are close. Tight. So the three and four CM Kings versus the four and three Gotham City Rogue. I'm picking the Rogue to win just because they're the better team. I want them to lose, but that's who I'm picking to win. Who was it? The Rogue versus the Kings. The Rogue versus the Kings. Uh, let's take a look, Ski. I'm going to go because with... Hmm. I'm going to go with the Kings. Give me the Kings, baby. Then we have the Redskinned Redskins versus the Imps. The Redskins are two and five. The Imps are four and three. I want the Imps to lose, but they made a trade for Tyrod Taylor. They gave up quite a bit. He gave up a lot, and, I, and I'm sorry. Tyrod Taylor is not good. No, but he kind of needed to do that in he order had to no make choice. a run to for the for the playoffs. I yeah. mean, his thought is he's hoping he gets Big Ben back for the playoff run, and he won't have to yeah, play. Yeah, and Taylor. he's another team that gets to play Montgomery at running back, which I think is bullshit. I think that's such bullshit that they did that. Um, I like Ryan's team for this year. Honestly, his team is set up to be garbage. To be garbage in the near future. Like, it really is. He, He does not. He has, like, right now he has a pretty solid team. He's got a good team. But, man, next year, and he's giving up draft picks. He's doing everything. His team is set up to be really bad in the short future. In the not-so-distant future, I should I say. Uh, give me... Give me the goddamn Redskins Redskins for the upset here. Well, I hope that happens, but uh, I definitely am taking the imps. And then our first-place team, the Hot Dog Heart Attacks at 5-2 and two versus Deflate again. 3-4. Uh, and four. I, I think... I, I don't even think Tom... I, I think he could potentially make miss the playoffs. And he's the best team in the league right now in the standings. Really? You think so? I, I don't think his team... I think his team is the easiest to beat uh, out of the potential playoffs. I do. I think he... Got Even me. though, yeah, he, he murked me a couple weeks ago. But he put up stupid fucking points and my team did not put sure. up any points. Yeah, no. Um, I think he got really... He sent me a text bragging about our Des Bryant, Matt Forte trailer after last week. And I'm like, dude, I think you just got the best game out of Matt Forte for the year. Like by far, um, the Jets are horrible. I think horrible. you know. I think Trey's team. He's got Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers going all day. I, I he's got Julio Baldwin. He's got Marvin Jones. I mean, he's got a squad. I've got Marvin Jones. He's got oh, Matt, Jones. Matt Jones. My bad. Sorry. He's got a guy that's not even going to start. Did they say that? Um, he hasn't been practicing. He's probably not even going. Well, he's got the... Ozzy out of the slip in there if he needs to, or no. that's his flex spot. So, you know, whatever. Um, Either way, I'm taking Deflate again. I think Tom's team's going to start falling off pretty Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to take Deflate again, too. His, his team really goes as far as Matt Ryan's going to carry him. And that's all we got for you this week. Time so, to go to work, cacksuckers. Till next time. I got work to do.